0: welcome to the freelance indexer exchange i'm michelle giuliano and i'd like to start a conversation with you about indexing working as a freelancer can be lonely little feedback from clients it's important to remember we're not alone By talking about our work with authenticity and transparency, we can create a constellation of knowledge and connections. In other words, we can do better together. So let's talk about that hard stuff. Let's grow, learn, and be curious together. Before we jump into this episode, let me first say, happy Monday, everyone. And let me ask, is this the last day of your work week, the first day of your weekend? Or like most of us, is this the start of your work week? This is your business. You are the boss. You call the shots. Monday can be anything you want it to be. I don't know about you, but being my own boss is one of the reasons why I stay in this business. When I was casting around for a second career after a long stint in medicine, I came up with a list of must-haves for my new career, seven must-haves in all. First up, I wanted my career to be location-independent. After relocating a medical practice one and a half hours from its original location and across state lines, I knew I didn't want to start a business that was dependent on location. Starting over is hard and who knows what the future will hold. Being able to move and take my business with me was important. Second, I didn't want to have to go back to school. I didn't mind learning a new skill. Taking one or two courses was fine with me, but I didn't want to have to earn a new degree. Third, was the ability to work from home. I was homeschooling my kids. And I knew I'd be doing it for the foreseeable future. This was long before the pandemic. So I wanted to be able to continue to homeschool my kids while starting a new career. This brings me to the fourth requirement. My business needed to be scalable. I wanted to be able to start small and grow slowly so that by the time my kids were entering college, I could be full-time. In other words, it was important for me to control the growth of my business, and the number of hours I was working. Number five was a big one. I didn't want a business that had high startup costs or high overhead. Sixth on my list was incorporating or highlighting my previous experience in education in the sciences and medicine. I had a strong foundation. Why start over completely? Finally, I wanted to be in control of my own business. I wanted to be my boss. I know this was a tall order, so long list of must-haves. I wanted a business that was location-independent, didn't require a new degree, where I could work from home and have it be scalable with low startup costs and overhead, and that I could incorporate my previous experience in medicine, and I wanted to be my own boss. Yep, that's a very long list. It wasn't easy to find a career that I was interested in that also fit the criteria. So I got in the habit of asking people what they did for a living and how they arrived at that career or business. I learned a lot about interesting careers and most people's paths were not linear. I loved hearing about people's vocational origin stories. I originally thought that writing might be a good fit for me. When I was younger, I wanted to be a writer, a novelist, it sounded like a dream job. But now the idea of a blank page scared me. How could I fill it? And how? And I had been told over and over that it was hard to... Earn money as a writer. It's a wonderful passion to have, but not to pursue as a career. Now, after being in the publishing industry for years, I know all about the different avenues for would-be writers that didn't focus solely on producing the next iconic American novel. Copywriting, feature writing, blog posts, science writing, and editing. I could go on. Had I known about these different types of writing careers, I might not have taken this route of indexing, but as luck would have it, my foray into indexing began close to home. While volunteering at a book sale, I was chatting with a neighbor that I had just met. When I asked her what she did, she told me, I'm an indexer. And yes, you probably know exactly what I said next. What is an indexer? And she was so nice and kindly explained to me what an indexer does. With every sentence, all I could think about was how indexing was ticking yet another box in my must-have list for a new career. Indexing is location-independent. It doesn't matter if you're indexing from your home office or the coffee shop or hammock in the South Pacific. It doesn't require a new degree. However, I did find the indexing learning curve to be quite steep. Indexing is location-independent, so yes, I could work from home. Indexing is scalable almost by default. It takes time to build up a client list and to nurture a network with other indexers. My upfront investment included... The financing of one course, software index purchase, and startup business fees, along with the cost of developing a simple website. I had already owned a laptop and a printer. I was good to go. All this was done for well under $2,000. And overhead costs are not high because you're producing a product with words. I spent money over the years on things that helped me become more efficient, promote my business, and sharpen my indexing skills. But those costs are associated with building and growing my business. The costs of sustaining my business, my overhead costs, are minimal. And yes, there was a need for indexers who digest dense medical and science textbooks. I instantly had an indexing specialty with credentials to back it up. And of course, freelance indexers are their own bosses. Check, 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 check. That's seven checks in case anyone wanted to count them. Indexing was even kind of like writing without the scary blank page. I was creating a written document based on someone else's words, no blank pages to contend with, yet it was still mentally stimulating and creative. Fast forward nine years and here I am still happily indexing. So that's my story. Later in the season, we're going to hear about other indexers origin stories. Indexers are a diverse bunch. Many come to indexing as a second career. And they come from all different types of backgrounds. It's fascinating to hear how people came into this profession, because honestly, I have met very few indexers who started out with the goal of becoming an indexer. And personally, I don't think it's a saturated field. There's room for all of us in indexing, and there's room for growth. There are so many different specialties, but that's a story for another episode. Now, I'd like to hear from you. How did you become an indexer? Did you stumble upon it by accident like me? Were you introduced to it by a colleague? Or did you encounter indexing in your previous career? Did you always know you wanted to be an indexer or a freelancer? I'd love to hear your indexing origin story. Indexing and freelancing in general can be like riding a roller coaster. There are lots of ups and downs, remembering why we are in this field. And the benefits of this unique career choice can help sustain us when things are rocky. It can also help us adjust our business plans over time so we can highlight and refocus our businesses to make the most of the benefits. For example, for me, working from home next fall might actually feel like a disadvantage rather than an advantage when my daughter, my youngest, heads off to college. I'm a bit worried that rather than feeling like a privilege, working from home might feel suffocating. Will I feel the four walls of my office closing in on me? I may need to make some adjustments. And this is the point to the underlying theme of my must-have list, flexibility. Indexing and freelancing means flexibility with the opportunity to evolve continuously. We just have to remind ourselves that when something is no longer working, we have the ability to make a change. And that, to me, is the power of working as a freelance indexer. In our next episode, we'll circle back to what it's like to be your own boss. Over the next week, consider whether you're a good boss and think about the interesting dichotomy of freelancing. You're at once an employee and a boss. The Freelance Indexer Exchange podcast has a suggestion box. I call it the exchange box. The link is in the show notes, and this is the perfect place to drop me a note. Feel free to tell me about how you became an indexer or what you think about being your own boss. Let me know what you might want to hear about in future episodes. Remember, this is a two-way conversation, so let's continue the conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. Until next Monday, be well and do well. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening.